Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Boy, little Jeremiah just jumped out of the porch with dirty glove bass. Alright, today we got little Jeremy hopping off the porch with us today. For sure, gag garden and motherfucker. What's up with y'all? Nah, for real. What's up with you, gang? Man, cooling, just working, grinding for like sure. a motherfucker. Nah, for real. We've been seeing that. It's a pleasure to have you here with us too, for my shit, boy. Show. It's a pleasure being here. For sure. So what else you out here working on in Atlanta? Um, I really came out here, uh, Catch my man, him, G, and Baby, they had like video shoots, so I came to fuck with them for their video too while I was out there doing the interview. No, oh, that's hard. Got my deluxe coming too, though, to my take gas, girl. I dropped it on July 2nd, then a month ago, finna drop deluxe to that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, keep that foot on their neck. Mm hmm. So, how often do you get the chance to come out here? True, man, Atlanta, like my second home, I be out here all the time. Lately, I've been, um, had some shit going on, like legal shit, so I've been staying home a little more, but I usually be out here all the time, area of the week, for sure. Straight up. Yeah. So how would you compare Houston to Atlanta? The reason I like Atlanta so much, cause like I've been all around the motherfucker, LA, all that shit, it be vibes, but this remind me more home than anything. How motherfucker be kicking, thugging, shit get good weed, good lean, all that shit, down a lot Houston out here. Yeah. That's real. So for those who wouldn't know, how would you describe life back at home in Houston? Uh, Houston cool. It, it's cool. Play a bunch of females. A lot of shit to get into. It's going down out there too. On the other side, like on some gangster shit, it's going down. Just like everywhere else. Straight up. Same shit, but it's a vibe in Houston. Though. A lot of shit to do. Straight up. And you from the east side, right? Yep, from the east side. I tend East Dope Zone, man. Yes, for sure. sir. So how would you compare the east side from the rest of the city? Uh, like in Houston, the north side and the south side, they always like been the biggest side, like having rappers come from that side and shit. Like only rapper came from the east besides me was Kirk O'Banks. Nigga mm -hmm. had to uh, drink in my cup shit. Yeah. But see, I, I really like representing for the east on some whole other shit because a lot of niggas on the east, they active, they working, young niggas trapping, getting to it. And, and I represent that the right way. Straight up. Niggas working, a lot of niggas getting money on that east side. The whole city know the east looking good right now, for nah, sure. for sure. Shout out East Houston, man. So how would you describe your childhood coming up? Uh, coming up, shit, I always been like rapping and shit. Since I was a young nigga, I always been freestyling, running around the hood, freestyling. Older motherfuckers used to come get me from my mama house, take me to the club, have freestyle battles. I used to win the money and shit. But uh, coming up, it, it's like 
same shit that be going on in everybody else. A lot of gangster shit going on, but I've been like into the music for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? Man, I jumped off the porch full fledged, 12 years old for sure. My brother had caught a murder case. He went to jail for like 32 years. Mama had lost her job. A lot of shit was getting ugly. I jumped out of the porch when I was 12. Right sure. Like and what was the biggest life lesson you would say you learned going up? You bet everybody ain't your friend. I, I could have lost my life just trusting motherfuckers, loving motherfuckers that I've been knowing since I was a baby. Some of my brother that I told my brother's in prison, some of his partners that I had looked up to since a baby before I even got in the streets. Like, once you get in the streets, start getting money, and they just try to slam you out, for sure. Mm. Nah, that's real. What would you say is the biggest obstacle you had to overcome so far in your life? Uh, biggest obstacle. Um, oh, I say in prison. I didn't have went blind in my right eye when I was in prison. Out of nowhere, like, I had to got some shit called arthritis. Yeah. Nigga, I was 19 years old, really, then it almost went blind. I turned gray, couldn't see about that motherfucker. When I got out, I shook back, though, all the way. It's crazy shit. That about the biggest thing I ever went through. Yeah, I thought crazy. I was going to go blind. So you good now, though, right? For sure. I got 2020 now. I just went yeah. got that lazy <laughs> shit. I can see real good. Straight up. Yeah. So when did, would you say you started taking music serious? Mm. All right. So, like. Like I told you, when I got in the streets when I was 12, like one of my big bros, Martin, he pull up on me, he like, he like, man, what you doing out here? Can you see me on the corner? And I tell him straight up, I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get the money, pay for my music, studio time, drop me a CD and shit. But as a nigga started getting the money, you know, young nigga, like the shit capped so fast, I wasn't on no rap shit, like. So it took me, I had caught my first case when I was, um. 17, I got caught some dope or whatever. And when I went to uh, when I went to jail, I was just in that motherfucker. I just felt, and it was my first case. So nine times out of ten, everybody on their first case, you just gonna get probation. But I thought it was over with when I was in that motherfucker. I got caught four and a half ounces of dope and shit. So it's just on my mind, like man, when I come home, bro, I'm finna go on rap. So I had, I came home and I made my first tape. No, I made my first video. And that bitch had done good, done a bunch of numbers. The hood was eating it up, everybody riding around listening to me. So I came with my first tape after that. I when I was 17. That's hard. Yeah. What motivates you to start making music? Like I say, bro, I always liked music. Like my older brothers, they used to have like karaoke machine, bro. Believe it or not, bro, I spent my first round when I was like three, four years old, like on that really rapping. Yeah. Like not saying just going off, but rhyming words. I've been like music. So I always had a passion for music. Boy, them real ones know about that karaoke machine. Yeah, I ain't make myself rap, bro. Like, I yeah. always been rapping as far as I can. That's real, yeah. though. So who would you list as some of your musical influences? Uh, like, when I was real young, I used to fuck with T.I. Strong, Gotti. Um, remember a bunch of different motherfuckers, and then, you know, like, up-to-date shit, motherfucker, like, baby inspired a nigga. Um, 
It's a few niggas out here. I like how Dirk done his thing, stayed in the game for a long time, like shit like that. Yeah. Watching other niggas go up and spy the niggas just stay on it to try to get where, where I want to be at. Straight up. Yeah. So when would you say you decided to take music serious full time? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna give my all. Man, I ain't gonna even lie to you. I still ain't all the way done that. But I, um, I like, I'm in rapper mode though. Like, yeah. I be on, like, I try to be on some rap shit. I stopped doing a lot of shit I used to do just to pursue this. Like, I be on some other shit and I just be chilling, hanging with rappers, doing rap shit. Like, rapping. So I be yeah. on it. But I ain't gonna say I, I ain't all the way yet. Yeah. Trying to, for sure. You on the way though, gang, for, for sure. sure. How did you get your rap name? I ain't got no rap name. My name is German. That's my real name. So in the hood, it was an older, older nigga in the hood named German. So they always called me Lil German. Yeah. And I just stuck with that. I ain't like, cause back in the day, one folks be telling me, you need a rap name. You need niggas tell me be J Money, all kind of shit. I just ain't really like the rap name <laughs> shit. I yeah. just really stick with my name. For sure. Everything. Did your music take off right away, or was it like a grind to get heard? Hell not. Like, in my eye, my shit still ain't took off, because like, I'm still grinding. But like I told you, I dropped my first tape when I was 17, in which I ain't promoting, I ain't know nothing about music, just like, nigga go to the studio, just drop it. So my hood ate it up. I turned to like a celebrity in my hood. I was already like popular, because I was getting money and shit. It was like, I was one of the youngest niggas to ever do Matter of fact, the youngest nigga to this day to ever do it in my hood. But when I dropped that first tape, I became like a superstar in the hood. Kids running up to the nigga at the store, all that kind of shit. Like, so I was on it, and then I ended up going to prison. Mm. But I wasn't just all the way on it, but I was dropping music. I can't say that. Straight I was dropping up. music. I had to start dropping, yeah. What would you say was the big record that took it off for you? Um, when I came home from, uh, when I came home from prison, rest in peace to my dog, Kenny Lou, first song I dropped was one with him. Cause when I came home, When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Because they go to jail, they know like when you first come home, probably first 60, 90 days, nigga ain't gonna even be feeling like yourself. You like, it feel weird. Swag don't be right in the booth. Nigga just feel like, because you just got out of being in jail, you don't feel normal. So Kenny Lou, he helped me get my swag all the way back right. We were just in hell vibing it. We dropped the song called Carbon, and that was my first million views. That's hard. Yeah. One thing about your career though that's like should be appreciated, your rise was strictly off music. No clout shit, no clout chasing, no yeah. beef, you know what I'm saying? So how do you take pride in, you know what I'm saying, your rise to the top? Man, I'm such a like, Genuine nigga, I, like, I don't be on no fool shit. Like, I don't like arguing in real life. I don't talk like, I don't, I don't like doing nothing that make a nigga look lame. A lot of that internet clout chasing, all that shit, that shit lame to me, so I just stay.
stay to myself. And then being me, I feel like that's why people fuck with a nigga too. Cause I don't be on nothing extra. Straight up. I've been around a lot of rappers a lot for the longest. I don't be trying, I don't be on their dick for no fishing or nothing. I just sit back, do me. Yeah. And shit show. How important was it for you to blow up strictly off your music? See, I still, like how you stayed saying blow up, and I'm glad you saying that, you let me feel good like a motherfucker, but I'm so far from where I wanna be at, that I, ain't, I don't look at it like I blow up, I'm still grinding. Like yeah. I still be like, see niggas might be looking at me, and they don't know, I still be having moments where I'm like, man, fuck this rap shit, like, I be going through real life, then shit ain't just, like, don't get me wrong, they make money off of it, shit like that, but, it ain't just to the point where a nigga blow cause I still be having my, my mind playing tricks on me, like fuck the rap, then my, like ESTG is my dog. He be like five, six months ago, nigga, I was completely out the rap, nigga we ain't knew. G shook me back like, like, nigga, you tripping, nigga, like you gotta do this, like. Yeah. So he brought me back, put some fighting in the nigga, for sure. Straight up. Yeah. I know one thing you told me, you said Kenny Lou kind of reminds you of G. So how Man, did you end up sure. linking with Kenny Lou? Man, see, I uh, rest in peace to my boy Trey Trey too. Um, he was an active young nigga from the South Side, and me and him linked up when I was probably like 16, no, about 15, 16, shit like that. And they used to be coming to the East doing some other business with us. And Lou, he used to uh, be with them sometimes. So I had been seeing him. I ain't but the nigga, Lou was strictly a gangster back then. Like, when I remember seeing him when they come to the East, he was a gangster. When I came home from prison and seen he was rapping, nigga, I was happy to be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Then he was hard. Yeah. That shit had fucked me up, cause bro wasn't no rapper, he was a gangster. Yeah. So, yeah. So long live Kenny Lou, man. If there's one thing sure. that you want people to know about Kenny, what would it be? Man, that nigga was the real goat. He rapped his real life. Uh, he that bitch ready, he was a truth in the boot. Like a lot of this shit ain't dry. I'm finna Bring some of my old shit out now. Like, it got leaked in Houston, but the world ain't heard it. So I'm finna bring some of my shit out, probably on my upcoming shit. But, man, Lou was a fool, and he was a good nigga. Like, for shit show. Straight up. Great nigga. And he, like, he had a lot to do with me. I had a lot to do with him. We fed off each other. It's my boy. Part of the reason I still be keep going. Straight up. That's real. Yeah. So how did you end up linking with ESTG? Uh, I met G through uh, Baby. I met G, I actually met him at QC Studios. Um, him and Babe was in there chopping it up. And I walk in, I think I uh, kind of got some weed or something roll up. Then, uh, so Baby, I ended up telling me like, yeah, uh, say my boy, I done knew you. He like, uh, when you walked out, he, he actually like, man, that's the little nigga from Houston. Then uh, Baby was telling him, yeah. And G told Baby that they had been listening to my music, like his brother. Uh, his brother Red, the one he be rapping about, the one that died. Uh, he put G on my music. Like he said, G, man, this little nigga hard, we gotta fuck with him or whatever. So the first day, after I met G at QC, G come to Houston. So the first day we kicking it, I had just bought a Lamborghini, the years, G with me. And he get the call that his brother Red died. So the first day me and G kick it together, his brother had died. So it's like, we just been close ever since. Super close, and his brother the one that put him on me. 
That was crazy, like, cause I had just talked to his brother. He, he like, he G called his brother. He like, nigga, I'm with Jeremy right now. Yeah. Bro turned up, he happy. I'm like, man, I'm gonna come out there to y'all here for a child too. Then he ended up dying a little bit later. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But me and G, that like my brother, like, for real. Love that nigga. Straight up. Yeah, he reminded me a lot of Lou. Good nigga. Yeah. Like, same way GB. Man, fuck that shit, man. Uh, you gotta stay on the music. That same shit Lou was on. Damn, I be going through shit, but like I tell you, G had just lost his brother. Lou was losing a lot of folks the same way. They remind me so much of each other. They the same type of nigga. Yeah. That's real shit. Mm-hmm. How did you end up leaking with Baby? Uh, I ended up leaking with Baby. I had posted a, um, a freestyle on my page. It was actually the song that me and him got together. It was a chance to make champions. And he had come in and under that motherfucker. He like, man, that's hard. And this was right after I came from prison. I had just came home. He like, that's hard. So it's crazy. I hit Lou. I hit Kenny Lou. I'm like, damn, bitch, baby, just come in under my shit. Yeah. I made me link up with that nigga. So I had got in my folks, put it together. And then once me and baby met each other, and they just fucked me, and I fucked with him too. Cause I done been around like a lot of rap, only rapper that. I, I built a relationship before baby was Black Youngster. Like Black Youngster always been a good nigga to me, fuck with me. Uh, but when I met baby, that nigga was, he reminded me a lot of myself. And I guess I reminded him a lot of him cause we just locked in, nigga fucked me tough. I was in the A with him like three, four days later and we have been locked in since. That's all. Bring man. me to his real house, kids at all that, like my man. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Are you signed to baby? You 4PL? <laughs> Uh, we inside that, yeah. We just really locked in on some brother family shit. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's real, though. So why have you remained independent despite having so much success? Bro, on, on everything, probably every label in the world besides, like, you know, it's a lot of, every major label, they done reached out to me, for sure. And I, like, bro, I'm just different from a lot of young niggas because I already begin to the money, like, Ain't like I ever just been hurt for no money and I be scared of um, signing some bullshit. That be my biggest fear. I just want everything to be right when I do sign. Yeah. For real, for real. How would you describe your current thoughts on the rap game? Man, if I just see like real niggas back in style. Couple years ago, like not saying, not trying to talk down nobody, but uh, colored hair, colored fingers, all that shit. They was running the game. Now I seen like real street nigga, you be yourself. Street nigga back pop, you look at Shiesty, Big 30, look at ESTG, you look at Baby, you look at, like it's real street nigga. It seems like they giving niggas hope right now that you can just be yourself. Real street nigga has some hard music and go up. You ain't got to do no up. gay shit, no extra shit, none of that. Be you and go up. Straight up. What would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make for your success? Man, I had to stop sitting in them trap houses. I had to, I stopped. I can talk about it now because I don't do it no more. I used to sell, you know. Yeah. And I stopped. And like, when I came from prison, there's one thing I said, like, cause I ain't gonna lie, when I was in prison, I prayed to God. I'm like, God, I just want to be able to make money off what I love to do. And like, and that's make music. I love to rap. So I'm like, I had made a promise to myself I wasn't going to sell no dope when I came home. And I stuck to it. That's yeah, real. We've been rapping, God. He stuck to what we talked about too. Sure. That's real. 
How would you describe the music scene back at home in Houston right now? Man, it's fucked up in Houston. Like, niggas hard, bunch of hard niggas, but I say it's fucked up. Ain't nobody really got no guidance. And in Houston, don't get me wrong, like, niggas fuck with each other. But it's like, how some cities, you got, like, when I go to Cali, nigga, they really, all they be on is Cali shit. They love their city, they love their artists. Yeah. In Houston, it's like, they quick to, uh, fuck, and which, like, they don't hate shit, but they quick to go pump up another city artist instead of their own. And then it ain't like, motherfucker, I'm ready. It ain't too much knowledge about the music game out there, if you ask me, because there's a lot of hard niggas. Ain't nobody just popping. Like, how the A is, y'all got a bunch of labels, a bunch of niggas that know these people at the big labels and shit. It ain't really like that in Houston. Yeah, yeah. And they still pushing the old shit way more than the new shit. Mm. Which the old shit was hard. Shot to the legends, the OG, but it's like they damn near ain't giving no new artists no shot. You damn nigga, I go make it happen elsewhere like Travis Scott did. He ain't blow up in Houston. He went done his shit elsewhere. Now they own. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. How would you describe Houston's impact on the rap scene and cultures? Big on that for sure. Like, like sir, a bunch of shit like it. Like, but it's crazy because, like, I ain't, I'm a young nigga too. I was born in 97. But, like, I remember uh old school nigga named Big Mo from Houston. He was like, he gonna have the whole world sip and serve. That's like one thing he said. And shit, that would happen. Everybody sip and serve was the real shit, fake shit. Niggas would want to have the illusion that they sip and serve. They'll poke yeah. uh, NyQuil and they cook. They don't give yeah. a damn. <laughs> Straight mm-hmm. up. So let's talk about your first project in over a year and a half, Gas God, man. You got the streets going crazy. Man, for sure. Damn, I had went two years while dropping. Um, the Gas God, I don't know why I ain't took that long without dropping too, bro. Nigga be having a lot of other shit going on. Just don't be on no rap shit, but um, that bitch is going crazy. It's the best it ever done. Then I had some real ones like my brother Rallo, Doug, G. Um, I had that boy Hot Boy on there. Who else on there? My boy Big 30. They got on that bitch, they show nigga love, huh? And yeah, we went crazy. Straight up. I was going crazy doing numbers though, for sure. So how would you describe your growth as an artist with this project? Mm. You can just tell a nigga getting more at one with the mic on that motherfucker. If you just listen to my old shit, listen to the new one, just keep getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Talk about this billboard you got up in Houston, man. City going crazy. Mm-hmm. That billboard, that's my first one. Matter of fact, that's my second one. I, I don't know if you still out here. My first one was out here downtown. Um, it was out here in Atlanta, downtown, across from... Um, then I forgot what the place was called, but my first billboard was out here for sure. That's hard though. So you said Defeated is your personal favorite song from the project. Yeah, Defeated, especially when I first dropped. Now though, I think my favorite one is Same Routine. I was real versatile on there, switched it up on there, still kept it street on there though. Yeah. That's real. And Trust None with ESTG right now is at 2.1 mil. Yeah, yeah, and Trust That be going crazy. They fucking with it for sure. Codeine drink, like you said, with Rilo, back yeah. block with Doug. The uh the uh Codeine Dreams Rilo, that bitch finna drop this week for sure. 
Y'all go eat that up, man. Yeah, yeah. Get back with Doug at 1.1 mil. Yeah. Man, you talking that. about you ain't blow it up, but these numbers are saying otherwise. See what, I don't be like, even that, like, it's it's cool. But you got niggas doing billion views, half of me. I just set the bar so high for myself that I don't really be, like, if it ain't what I what I want it to be, it then it don't even be exciting me like that. Straight up. Yeah. But I'm thankful. Oh, God did bless the nigga with a lot of shit, so I'm thankful for everything. Straight up. What about block money with Big 30? Is the video still coming for that? Man, hell yeah. That probably gonna, that gonna be the way I was supposed to run on that video. I want that hoe to be crazy, fast and fierce type shit, man. Big 30 gonna go crazy. He really been waiting on me. But I have some other shit going on. We finna knock that bitch hot though for sure this week. I'm nah, glad you sure. said that, sure. That shit finna go so crazy. 30, that's my guy. And like you said, man, these folks finna eat this deluxe up that you getting ready to drop. Yeah, I'll put about five, six more songs on there. I put around it. Yeah, I'm going to put about, I'm going to do six. Put six new songs on there hard. Talking that shit on there. Yeah, sure. got to, man. How important is fatherhood to you? Very important. Shit, show. I love my little boy. Sure. No, That's my real. little nigga. He motivate me keep going. For sure. Straight like that. So what else you working on at the moment? I'm finna have me a little um a smoke shop clothing store coming in Houston. Finna um give my folks in Cali, we finna push that gag guard exotic weed brand out. Yeah man, the right way, legit yeah. way. It's finna get on a lot of legit shit. Straight for sure. Up. That's real. And if it's one thing you want listeners to take from your music, what would that be? Mm. My biggest thing, I want them to listen to the real shit just as much as they listen to the bullshit. And when I say that, because uh, sometimes nigga uh, give them uh, my heart, rap how I really feel, how I really am, like on some on some positive shit. Then back though, number two, nigga might be talking about straight killing on that motherfucker. Yeah. So I just want them to listen to the real shit when I'm on the positive just as much as when they listen to when I talk the other shit. That's real. Because you got to talk all of it at the end of the day. Yeah. That's the only authentic way to do it. Mm-hmm. Any last words and shout-outs? Mm, man, shout-out to my mama. Shout-out to my son. Shout-out to all my supporters, everybody that really fucked with me. I'm telling you, we going up deluxe on the way, and fuck it, I'm coming gas guard too after that. Have some real, real big features on that motherfucker. I ain't stopping no time soon. Yeah, God, if y'all ain't already on it, go download that motherfucker, listen to it, Lil' Jeremy, get familiar with me. Straight up, Lil' Jeremy, sure. you know we appreciate having you today, gang. For sure, Lil', sure. I appreciate y'all. For sure. Niggas get killed trying to step, cause they run right in the danger, dawg. Uh, other than PS5, I don't play no games at all. Yeah, sneaking to the code. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.